welcome to Two Besties in a Dream, a podcast where two best friends talk all things health, wellness, and sustainability. Hey, Lee. Hey, Ash. How have you been? been good. I've been just working and trying to decide and enjoy the weather here. Pretty much just chilling. <laughs> How have you been? Um, yeah, same. Like, work's been keeping me really busy, so I've been trying to get outside on the weekends and enjoy this fall weather. It's been a little chilly here in Chicago. You guys probably have it better than us. <laughs> it's been pretty cold here. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I was trying to take advantage of as much sunlight as I can. Yes. So, have you been watching any shows or anything on Netflix? I have, yes. Okay, so we talked about this before, actually. We both have been watching Squid Games and I like, didn't want to watch it for the longest time because everyone was watching it. And I was mm-hmm. like, just I didn't want to like give in to the peer pressure. But I started it and oh my gosh, it is so good. It is. It is good. I was watching you, the show you. And I was like, oh, we have to finish you before we start Squid Games. So we finished you. It was great. And then we moved to Squid Games. I wasn't sure about it the first two episodes. But after that, I was hooked. I loved yeah. it. No, same. Like, I didn't think I would like it after the first episode because it was super violent and I <laughs> a little creepy. Like, I didn't think I would like it, but yeah, uh, I kept going and it is great. Highly mm-hmm. recommend to anyone who is listening. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah. So, so for any of you who don't know us personally, we have been recording from different states. So um, this is Lisa. I'm currently in the suburbs of Chicago and then Ashley is in the suburbs of Baltimore so um, it's really nice that we actually get to spend this extra time together and just hang out and catch up because we both are super busy throughout the week and we don't always get that time to just hang out. I know. It's so nice that we're able to do this podcast together because I, like you said, I feel like we get to hang out, talk, and ha- catch up. I love it. Yes, me too. So um, you know, it was also really exciting to see a pretty positive reaction from our last podcast episode. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we gained a few fans <laughs> for anyone who came back for episode two. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> shout out to my mom and my aunts for listening. You know, we appreciate it. Yeah, um, for real, though, my phone was blowing up because people were following our Instagram and they were liking our pictures. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. And like, I know my mom commented and listened to the episode and she was saying that she liked it and she feels like she learned a lot. So it's just, it's exciting. And it makes you realize that there are people out there who are also interested in the same topics we talk about here. Yeah. Right. Like my phone was going off like every 10 minutes with new follows and likes and it is exciting because we're just starting out and it's just awesome to see that other people are out there who want to connect with us about the same topics and care about the same issues as we do. So you know, hopefully we get to connect with more people and really get our message heard. Yeah. And, and in our last episode, we talked about sustainable fashion. In today's episode, we're going to talk about sustainable food, sustainable shopping. Um, So we're going to go through some basic things to look for when you're grocery shopping to make sure the food that you're buying is healthy for yourself and also sustainable. And like most of us go to grocery stores, we go shopping at chain stores like Jewel or Aldi. Um, But there are some other stores and some other options that make getting healthier food easier. So we'll touch on that. And we'll talk about things such as farmers markets and delivery boxes. Yeah, so to begin with, we'll talk a little bit about some of the problems with our current food system. 
And like any system that's in place, there are a lot of flaws. And with our current food system, a lot of waste is produced. Um, So waste happens starting at the farms. It also happens in packaging houses and in the production factories. And then again, during transportation, you know, there's always a risk of food spoiling or um, getting damaged. And then same with uh, the food when it's actually in the stores, too. A lot of food does get wasted throughout the whole process. And we contribute to food waste, too, when we overbuy or throw out extra food. Um, And even when we let food spoil and then throw it out, that's contributing to waste. And I know I'm definitely guilty of doing this with my produce. Um, Just about every week I buy this huge thing of spinach and then I never finished it. And for the longest time, I would just end up throwing it out. Um, Finally, I've started freezing the extra spinach before it goes bad just because it was just like a bad cycle where I'd like buy wasteless <laughs> produce. It would go bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I've just started like freezing the stuff that I can't finish in time. Yeah, I'm definitely guilty of that too. So you're not alone there. <laughs> and another problem with food production in general is that it increases greenhouse gases and water usage. And this is kind of similar to what we talked about with our last episode with sustainable fashion. It also leads to deforestation, which contributes to a lack of oxygen in the atmosphere. And something to know is that about one-third of CO2 emissions are from the clearing of forests and the cultivation of the land for agriculture. And um, I just, I feel like that's something that I wasn't really aware of. Like, you don't realize how badly deforestation impacts the environment. Yeah, it's huge. I know there's a lot of controversy with meat farming specifically and, like, cattle production because, it causes a lot of deforestation. So it's a huge issue for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And on top of that too, when I was looking into this topic, I found that our water systems are very polluted too because of agriculture. So a lot of the fertilizers that we use up here in the Midwest actually eventually travel down the Mississippi, make their way into the Gulf of Mexico. And then that uh, chemical runoff mixed with animal waste make these zones in the ocean called dead zones and it's basically where all the plants um they overgrow because there's so much fertilizer and no wildlife is able to survive in these zones so they're completely oxygen deprived nothing can survive um, which is really bad for the ecosystems and actually off the gulf of mexico there's an 8,000 square mile size dead zone where there no fish or nothing can survive Oh my gosh, 8,000 square miles. It's crazy. Like I heard of plastic islands in the ocean, but I wasn't familiar with dead zones. Same here. And um, when I was looking into some of the problems with our food industry, I came across that and I was just shocked. Like it's just so sad. And, you know, it's just so sad too that most people don't even know about these issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then this other issue too that I found Um, about soil quality so apparently agriculture causes our soil to be really depleted nutrients so um, one of the factors with this is animal waste from factory farms it contaminates the soil so some of the waste from the animals can have antibiotics or heavy metals and then this goes into our soil and then it's also taken up by crops that are planted too and then um you know, pesticides and synthetic fertilizers, these contaminate the soil. It completely ruins the um, ecosystem in the soil. 
and it causes all the nutrients and minerals just to deplete over time, which means that a lot of the produce that we eat today, um, it's way less nutritious than it was 50 years ago. So a lot of the stuff that our parents ate growing up just naturally had more vitamins and minerals and a lot of the stuff that we're eating today, it really isn't all that nutritious, even though we might think it is. Um, so it's just a lot harder for us to get all the vitamins and nutrients that our bodies need. Hmm. So basically, even though you may have a diet where you eat a lot of fruits and vegetables, you still might not be getting all the minerals and vitamins you need. Exactly. And so that's why a lot of people these days take supplements just because it's really hard to get all of your vitamins and minerals from your food. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I take magnesium and I think that's pretty common just because that's a really tough one to get naturally from your food. Yeah, and I've I've never taken supplements, but I've definitely seen um, people who have taken supplements, and I hear good things about them. Yeah, like I definitely um, have been taking some the past few years, and I found that it has helped with my energy levels. So it's definitely something to think about with supplements, though. You always like you have to discuss that with your doctor. You don't want to just mm-hmm. dive in and start taking a bunch of stuff. So definitely, exactly. And the last issue we'll touch on is that there are many unsafe and unethical conditions for farm workers and meatpacking and processing workers, similar to the fashion industry. Yeah, it's interesting that some of the same problems that exist in the fashion industry also uh, occur in the food production system. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely realized that when researching these topics, we've discussed a lot about the environmental impacts, but everything is so connected. And so while we're, what we're doing affects the environment, it also affects our health, too. A lot of the food we buy today is super processed, loaded with artificial ingredients and unhealthy ingredients, and are so often disguised as healthy. So the more unhealthy our planet becomes, we're also becoming more unhealthy. It's a huge problem, and I just feel like there's so much misinformation out there. Yeah, it really is. And there's so many fad diets like keto and paleo. And some of the most basic health information gets sweep, um, swept under the rug. Oh, completely. Yeah. So now that we've established what some of the issues with our food production is, um, we're going to talk a little bit about what we can keep an eye out for when we're shopping to make sure that we're buying food that's environmentally friendly and sustainable. Yes. And buying locally sourced and seasonal food is a good step we can all take to make sure that our food is as fresh as possible. So eating local produce is a healthy option, and it also helps cut down on transportation costs, which saves energy. Even financially, buying local food can also stimulate your local economy, which is something I think people started thinking about and considering more with COVID because everyone was pushing buy local, you know, so buying local can really help your um, local community. And also going along with eating in season, um, we can eat produce that's in season and it takes less energy to refrigerate and transport than out of season produce. The produce that is seasonal also tends to be healthier and have more nutrients. And the best time to eat any food is when it can be purchased directly from local growers soon after harvest. Out of season harvest has to be shipped in and distributed to retail stores, which expends a lot of energy and also results in food that has less nutrients and flavor. It's also important to consider the packaging of your food, too. So we should be buying food with the least amount of packaging as possible. So 
lots of the food that we buy has unnecessary plastic, um, which just gets thrown out in the garbage. And also most stores offer plastic bags too, which just end up being thrown out most of the time. And it's just best to avoid packaging if possible and then bring your own bags to the grocery store too. Yeah, and they even sell little produce bags that you can put your produce in while shopping. You can probably get them on Amazon or something. Yes, you actually can. So I got some for my mom a couple of years back, and um, she uses them all the time. So I definitely mm-hmm. want to get some of those for myself. Yeah, I need to get some too. Um, and there's some other factors to consider too, like does a store or resource that you're getting food from have a commitment to reduce waste, reduce carbon emissions, and use sustainable energy sources? Do they offer other sustainable services like in-store recycling? Yeah, these are some great things to keep in mind while shopping. And there's a lot to consider when you're being a conscious consumer. It really just goes to show you how out of touch we are with our planet on the day-to-day basis. It's so easy just not to think about these things and not learn about these issues. But the more we know about them, the more we can do. Yeah, and there are some alternatives to just getting our food from grocery stores which can help you become a more conscious consumer. So one way you can do that, um, one, way, one way you can easily get more access to healthy food is through a co-op. This is, this is an option. Um, a co-op is a grocery store owned by people in their community and by you if you choose. And unlike corporate chains, food co-ops are totally independent and owned by community members who shop there. So instead of focusing on investors, Food co-ops focus on their community, nourishing everyone according to their budget and cooking style. Yeah, so I have heard of co-ops. I've actually never shopped at a co-op before. Mm -hmm. It's something that I'm interested in, and I know that there are a couple in the Chicagoland area. Um, Mm -hmm. I was looking them up when we were researching this, and I don't remember the names off the top of my head. There's definitely one in Chicago and definitely one in Oak Park, and then they are trying to make one in Lombard. So... Um, they're out there, and it seems like a really great option. Yeah, and, it does. Yeah. Another option, too, is Community Sustained Agriculture, or CSAs. And this is a way that you can get local seasonal food directly from a farmer. So a farmer offers a certain number of shares to the public, and usually a share consists of a box of vegetables, but sometimes farm products can be included, too. And it's basically like a subscription box, but to a farm. So usually members pay up front for a whole season. So there's a little bit of risk in there just in case the farm Mm -hmm. has a difficult season. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, depending on that season, you might not get as much in the box. But it seems like a really great option to get good um, quality vegetables. I feel like that's a very unique way of getting your food. I don't hear much about CSAs. So it's interesting to learn that. I know. So it's it's interesting, though, because there are a lot out there. Um, you know, prior to learning about this topic, I hadn't really heard much about them. Mm-hmm. But when I was looking them up, there's so many out there. Yeah. You really just have to look for these resources. I really need to look to see if there are any in Maryland, because I would be really interested in trying that. I've never, I mean, after learning about it, it seems like something so unique that I would definitely want to try. It's a great option. Yeah, definitely. Definitely something to consider. Yeah. And another um, option is a meal delivery service such as HelloFresh. We're not sponsored, but they can sponsor <laughs> us one day if they want. <laughs> um, so what's good about meal delivery services is that they send you the exact amount of each ingredient that you'll need. So you end up with less food waste. 
However, there tends to still be plastic waste from all the individual packaging of ingredients. Yeah, so I actually started doing HelloFresh recently just to try it out, and I've really been liking it. Mm-hmm. Um, they offer like a good variety of meals, and I don't eat a ton of dairy right now, but I've still been able to find recipes that I can easily swap out ingredients with. Um, and I tried a really good chickpea salad the other day. That was so good. And then some tacos, too. Um, so they have some good recipes. Um, one of the downsides, though, is that HelloFresh doesn't use organic ingredients. Um, although I did find some delivery boxes that do offer organic ingredients that also offer um, different types of meals like paleo, keto, whatever your jam is like there's like other delivery (laughs) services that cater more towards those different dietary needs Mm -hmm. um and some of those were purple carrot green chef sun basket one potato and freshly um so maybe i'll try out one of these other ones sometime uh if you've had any experience with these services let us know you can leave a comment on our instagram or um, let us know in a review yes that would be awesome also, meal delivery kits produce lower costs for transportation and emissions. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. So how is that? Since the grocery store is cut out of the equation, there's less energy used for transportation and refrigeration. And the cooling packs used in the meal kits are easier for the environment than the refrigeration in stores. That's so interesting. I didn't realize that. That's good to know. Um, you know, I've also been wanting to try out Imperfect Produce or Misfit Markets. Have you heard about these? I've heard about these. This is when the funny looking vegetables that would normally get thrown out are sold, right? Yes. So my (laughs) sister used to do Imperfect Produce. um, And all the food that's sold on Imperfect Produce or Misfit Markets is organic. It's also sustainable since you're saving the food from the landfill. So normally it would just end up in a landfill, but instead you eat it because it's still, you know, a quality vegetable or quality (laughs) product. It just might look a little funny. I love that. I feel like that truly is like the definition of like low, low waste, I guess. Is that how you would say it? Like, yes, I, I think it's a great way to do that. Yeah. And um, another option are farmers markets. Those are great, too, because those are a way to support local farmers and eat seasonal and local produce. Yeah. And I feel like the food from farmers markets is always just so fresh, too. Like it just tastes different sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It does taste different. So we hope that you guys learned a little bit about how to eat in a way that supports sustainability. And we'd just like to leave you guys with a tip of the week. So our tip of the week is to bring your own bag to the grocery store to cut down on plastic. And we challenge you to look up your local farmer's market and take a trip there sometime this week, if possible. Look out for our next episode where we'll discuss things to avoid when grocery shopping to make sure that you're buying the healthiest food possible. Yes, and leave a comment and like our podcast and stay tuned for our next episode. Bye, Lee. Bye, Ash. See you later. See you later.